Hello, friends, and welcome to Offbeat Grad. My name is Sam. You probably forgot all about me because it's been like three weeks, two weeks. I don't even know. I really don't even know. Um, but I'm back and I'm recording this episode of a podcast about podcasts. So like, that's mind-blowing. We're getting really meta now. But anyways, I got back from France on Monday night. I'm very jet-lagged, so this is a great way for me to not sleep. Um, I've had three coffees today. Um, it's now 6 p.m. Eastern time, and I'm like, you know what? If I go to bed at 8, then I go to bed at 8. Um, you know what? More power to me. But anyway, I had a great time away. <laughs> I really missed um, this podcast and my blog and even client work, like as fake as that sounds. I missed it because I like structure and I like knowing that I have tasks to do every day. Usually I work when I'm on trips, but this trip I didn't have anything to do because like my clients were weirdly weirdly understanding this was shocking to me but I would like tell them I was on a trip and they would be like oh okay that's fine and this was mind-blowing like I was shook I was surprised I was like you're not gonna harass me you're not gonna send me messages anyway like what will I do with myself well actually that's a lie because some of them did do that but for the most part I didn't do very much and it was weird and I considered this week like a bit of an easy week for me because I'm jet lagged and I'm tired and I just don't want to do it right now so I've been really chilling, like I've been working like shorter days and like sort of just hanging out. So that's really cool. I love being broke. But anyway, today I thought I would go for some low bearing fruit and do the podcast episode about podcasts. Isn't that weird? Okay, anyway, I just because podcasts are such a thing. And I know a lot of people who have started podcasts, a lot of people who've been on this show have started podcasts. And I hear a lot about podcasts. I used to work for a company that made their own podcasts. And I wanted to talk about podcasts because I'm really passionate about podcasting, which is sort of something I stumbled into on accident. So let's talk about podcasting as it relates to bloggers and freelancers in particular. So before we even get started, let's talk about some statistics. You know, I love statistics. I'm I'm type A, give me the statistics. I didn't study math, but like the numbers are okay sometimes. So there are over 750,000 podcasts. Like that is crazy. Who is listening to them? Honestly, not many people. There are some weird podcasts out there. This is a weird fact no one needed to know about me, but once I was searching like Twilight, you know, the Stephanie Meyer series that I've only talked about 50 million times, and I searched it like at 2 a.m. once because I was like, you know what, what could possibly be here? The number of Twilight podcasts is honestly shocking. So if there are a lot of Twilight podcasts, there's a lot of everything podcasts. And also 10 out of 10 recommend listening to this one Twilight podcast where they just, it's just some random girl reading a fan fiction. And it's not even the author of the fan fiction, which honestly makes it worse. But she reads it with such passion and a flair for the craft that I was just, I was enthralled. And I listened to probably half of all the episodes because I just, I was so interested in her dramatic reading. But anyway, I recommend that, but I also don't because you will judge me. So if you search Twilight, you can find it, but this is an unnecessary side tangent. So there's a lot of podcasts about literally everything. 51% of the USA population has listened to a podcast. So that's over half the population. Obviously, not everyone is listening to podcasts like the elderly or children. 
Well, some children, or just like random people. A lot of people still don't know about podcasts, but it's getting a lot more common. So if you say like, oh, I listen to podcasts, it, most people probably won't stare at you like with a blank expression. And 22% of all listening is done in the car, which is relatable because I can't listen to music all the time in the car. Like I have to be in the mood. And if I'm not, then I, I used to love talk radio as a kid. Like I would listen to talk radio as like a child. I don't know why. And so for some reason, this like helps me fill the void. I also listen to it at home and 49% of the people who listen to podcasts listen at home. I listen to podcasts while I'm walking my dog. Like I cannot go outside with my dog and like be alone with my thoughts. That's what it really comes down to is me not being able to be alone with my thoughts because they like I get into a depression. So this is really dark. And when I was traveling, I was traveling solo for the past week and I listened to podcasts like 90% of the time that I was alone because it fills the void you know just nice to like have someone in your ear and it's someone you know and you trust because you've been listening to their podcast forever and it's just like having a friend there even or just like sort of creeping on a conversation you know it's just personable it's friendly it's good so 80% of people who listen to podcasts listen to all or most of each podcast episode. So that means they're not like skipping around. Although I do skip through ads, which is controversial. And then finally, of the people who listen to podcasts, they listen on an average of seven shows per week, which I think I go over that number. I, I do. I would say that I probably follow around seven like every single week, but I got a lot. I am a big podcast listener. I listen to mostly comedy podcasts. When The Bachelor is on, I'm listening to The Bachelor podcast. Um, I love podcasts as a way to just like interact with culture and like stay in touch with the media and just sort of feel like I have different perspectives in my life. Um, I love podcasting as a medium. So why did I start my podcast? I have two podcasts. If y'all didn't know, you're listening to one and the other one is called Unrecommended, the bad book podcast. And it's where a friend and I read bad books and then we snark on them basically. Um, it's a concept. So I don't know. That one's like more of a hobby. Um, this one definitely is my more professional one. I've even used this when applying for jobs, though I hope to God they didn't listen to this because I talk about clients a lot and I'm also just I this is my personal space for all the people who listen to it and myself it's me alone in my bedroom ranting about my job which is an unconventional job and just like bringing you all in on it and along for the ride and it's a personal way for me to just sort of reflect on like my blog posts and like the things that are happening in my life as they relate to my professional career and just sort of inspire other people around the way, maybe talk to some other people who know their stuff, you know, that kind of thing. So I started this podcast over a year ago just as a way to like grow my audience more. I just wanted a new way to interact with my audience. I love blogging about blogging and freelancing, but I felt like it wasn't necessarily personal enough. I think podcasting takes it a step further on like the personal way, whereas like typing a blog post can be personal, but it's not as direct as me talking to you directly in my own words. And I loved listening to podcasts. So eventually I was just like, what's holding me back? Like literally nothing. So I just did it and I haven't stopped since except for the last two weeks. And um, it's been a great experience and I've learned so much and I'm so happy <laughs> that I started it and I try to encourage a lot of other people to start podcasts because it's such a great tool so like why make one as a blogger or a freelancer it's all about building trust and this is just another way to build trust um 
odds are you have some kind of unique perspective and something unique to say, and it's just like a creative outlet. So you should start a podcast. If you have an audience, you have something to say, and you have something new to add to the table. So as I said, there's 750,000 podcasts. So like odds are every topic has already been covered, but can you bring a new voice, a new perspective? Don't make a podcast if you're just going to parrot back things that everyone else is already saying, because we don't have time for that. And you're going to have a hard time finding listeners. But if you think you have a new take on something, then just go for it. I hate when people discourage others from doing something creative, like starting a podcast, because there's always room for more people. It's like blogging. There's not like a limited number of, <laughs> of spaces. And the, the bar to entry is very low, and it's a pretty low cost thing to do. So there's really no risk. And just see if you like it. And if you don't, then you don't. But let's talk about the realities of podcasting, because there are many. So first of all, it's not free. <laughs> a lot of people seem to think that it's really just free to start one. And unless you're just going to like record yourself on your iPhone and then upload it to YouTube or like SoundCloud, it's it's not going to be free. First, you need to pay for hosting of the actual podcast. So I use a service that hosts it for me. You could host it on your website, but that's not recommended because audio files are really large and the more people have access to them and are downloading them is going to just really up your bandwidth. And you basically just need a professional hosting service. It's not crazy expensive. It's, it's like 10 to $15 a month. Not crazy. So I pay $12 a month with Buzzsprout, which is my favorite podcast hosting platform because it's just so easy to use. And basically you just upload it and it does everything for you. But it's $12 a month for three hours of um, content a month. And that's enough for me. But if you had like a really long podcast for some reason, you would probably need to look into more. Um, and you also might need a website. I have a website for mine. Um, and I pay for hosting for that and all of that stuff. And then also there's some equipment. So when I first started, I had to buy a lot of equipment that I just didn't have lying around my house. Um, I bought a professional microphone. It wasn't crazy expensive. I'm honestly probably going to upgrade soon. I bought a snowball, um, but I'm probably going to buy a new one later. But I, I, when I first got started, I wouldn't recommend that you buy like the most expensive microphone on the market. Just a nice microphone, like not the cheapest model, but not the most expensive model. I think I paid like $50 for mine and it's fine. Um, something like that. That is an upgrade. Don't just try to use your like headphone microphone. It's just not going to be good. And I also bought a um, like a windbreaker thing. It's called a pop filter to stop some weird sounds from going into the microphone. That was cheap, like 10 bucks. And then I also bought a big arm to hook my microphone onto my desk, which I really, really recommend because it helps you learn the placing of the microphone and also just like push it out of the way when you don't need it. But like most microphones come with their own stand, but it won't actually be very functional with the stand because you'll have to like hunch over it or you'll have a hard time keeping it in place or it'll pick up weird sounds from your desk. Like just get an arm. I think I paid 15 bucks for mine and it really, really helped my audio quality. So these are things you have to learn. And <laughs> it's not that easy if you're not really confident with audio equipment. Um, it's a little bit of a learning curve. It's even more complicated if you're going to host it with someone else and you need multiple microphones or you need to record it in several locations. Like whenever I bring on a guest, that was a huge learning curve for how to bring them on. And I still like am working it out um, the best way to get high quality sound. It's not always easy. There's a lot of different paid programs that will help you do this, but they're not always high quality, even the paid ones. So it's really hard to just find like the best thing and 
if you're not <laughs> prepared for that, then you should start doing some research because that is was the biggest barrier for me when I first got started. So all that you need really, as I just said, is a microphone, nice but not too nice, a hosting package for your podcast and possibly your website. You also need a way to promote your podcast, which is why I think you need an audience before you even get started. Um, having an existing blog or an Instagram or anything like that where you can build an audience will be key because don't expect people to just search into like the Apple podcasting app, like your random keyword. It's just not likely to happen unless you're like me searching for Twilight. It just doesn't really happen unless you're like number one on the charts, which you just won't be. And then also you need time. Having a podcast is a huge time commitment. It's even more of a time commitment for me than writing blog posts because I have to do this every week because I have a schedule. So I would highly recommend having a schedule for when you post. It doesn't have to be every week. It doesn't need to be multiple times a week. I would recommend you find something that you can commit to. So if that is twice a month then do it twice a month if it's once a month then do it once a month but I think you need some kind of consistency because as you build an audience they will start to notice the days you're posting I know that I know which days my favorite podcasts come out on and I look for them at those times and that really helps me just sort of keep them in my schedule and if I didn't know when they were posted or they just like randomly came out all the time that would be really confusing and it's just not a very professional way to approach it. So as a blogger or a freelancer you can use your podcast as a way to build your audience and just show trust. So you're just building trust. You're talking about what you know. Um, you could be talking in an entertaining way, telling a story, or even just recounting like personal events. doesn't really matter, but if you're trying to use it in a way to build an audience, then you're going to want to be a bit careful about your niche. So I would definitely recommend niching down. My niche for this one is sort of like professional work at home opportunities that's not really like traditional, but geared towards young women or men, just like recent grads. Obviously, it's in the name. So recent grads <laughs> who are looking for online work opportunities is my niche, but you might have a, a wider net or a smaller net and either one is fine, but just have an idea of who you're talking to going into it so that you're just not sort of shooting in the dark for some kind of traction. So last but not least, I wanted to give you guys some tips for if you're thinking of starting your own podcast. So my biggest tip is to bring on guests, which is so intimidating. I brought on a, a lot of guests when I first got started and I hadn't met any of them before, um, except like my friend who I brought on. Um, they were just basically blogging co-workers, quote unquote, just people I knew from the blogging world who I didn't necessarily talk to, I didn't really know personally, and I just reached out and asked them if they wanted to be on it, and for the most part, 95% of people said yes, um, even if they were a little nervous about it. I think everyone was nervous about it, but um, it ended up being a great opportunity to meet other bloggers. I still communicate a lot with those bloggers, like on a much different way than I did before. Um, and it wasn't scary at all. And it helped me <laughs> feel so much more confident about things like client calls and just like networking in general. And you'll find out that a lot of bloggers really want to be on podcasts. So that's a great way to find other guests. If you're not sure who to ask, ask bloggers. Um, you can also ask professionals, people you know, like think of your own network who would relate 
to your podcast topic, I've had family members on who like really had something to bring to the table. And a great thing about having bloggers or other professionals on is that when you have a guest, they will usually promote your podcast to their audience as well. And that's a big plus because then you have more (laughs) advertising and it's essentially free advertising. So it's a win-win. And that's probably the best way to grow your audience is to just bring on guests. And I know it's really intimidating at first, especially if you're asking strangers, but it will get so much easier. And sometimes people will ask you to be on your podcast, and that's also good. Next is to promote it on your blog. So whether you're a freelancer or a blogger, you should have some kind of website or way to promote yourself online. And I think leveraging your podcast on these platforms is such a good tool. So I often bring into my blog posts my podcast. So I will literally embed it on there or include some links. Or a lot of my podcasts are inspired by blog posts. So it all sort of comes full circle. And it's just another way to like promote back the same content. So I think that's a great way to just introduce your blog post in a new way or just introduce your expertise in a new way that might not necessarily be as accessible as a blog post because I know that I can I just sit down and read a blog post but I don't have to sit down and listen to a podcast I can do podcast listening while I do other things so it's really a great way to just bring your your content to a new audience And my next tip would be to leverage your authority. So really focus on what you know, even if what you know is like comedy or something random like that, but just make sure you prove that you're an authority. So don't come in sounding like a bumbling idiot. And I know that a lot of it is just confidence and like knowing how to speak publicly and just trial and error because I certainly have learned a lot and you will learn a lot too. And that's okay. Um, Just focus on what you know and don't try to like talk about complex things that you've never done in your life or if you are talking about complex things you've never done in your life admit that and just be like hey this isn't my expertise but like here's what I've learned be honest and be casual so the great thing about podcasts is they're super casual so this isn't the time to be like oh I gotta like talk in my third person narrative and I gotta bring in the hero's arc and it's a Bildungs roman like you don't need that just be really casual like you're talking to your friends um this is me talking to my friends guys you're all my friends while I sit alone in my room and I think that will really help you just connect to your audience much more than trying to be like overly professional ever will And finally, pay attention to sound quality. So I am no audio mixologist. I am not a sound engineer. My dog barks all the time. My neighbors are loud as heck. Like we all hear these things and they happen and it's unfortunate. But do your best to pay attention to the sound quality. So I have had to re-record episodes so many gosh darn times that it would be embarrassing to admit this to you. But it's just a part of learning how to make a podcast. So pay attention to sound. Is there an echo? Can you edit out funky noises? Can you try to avoid saying um after every single sentence? These things add up. And if you listen to your favorite podcast, you'll probably notice that they don't have any distracting sounds. So the biggest issue is just having distracting sounds. So small things will happen and they're just a part of it and just learn from them. Um, But for the most part, try to record in a quiet space um, in a room that doesn't echo. So somewhere with carpet or this is a pro tip, but go in your gosh darn closet. I am lucky to have a walk-in closet in the amount I mostly record my other podcasts in the closet because 
I mostly record on Sundays and that is party central time at my apartment complex. So recording in my bedroom doesn't really work because it's right next to the window where people are partying. So I go in my closet, sit on a chair with my laptop and I record my podcast and the sound is amazing. So I definitely recommend if you have nowhere else, go to the closet, surround yourself by those sweet, sweet clothes and it will sound so good. Um, That's the best tip I can give you. If you have no idea where to record, start in your closet. Also, your car, which sucks because you have to have the windows closed and all of that, and it can get really hot, especially in Florida. But I recorded it in my car before as well, and the sound quality was great. So those are my biggest tips. If you're not sure where to record, those your car and your closet are usually really great locations. But you're just going to need to learn as you go. And that is ultimately the overarching theme is if you are thinking of starting a podcast, don't just like spend all your time being like, should I, shouldn't I, I don't know, let me think about it. Just do it because it's (laughs) such a learn as you go thing. And there are so many podcasts and honestly, there's no saying whether or not you'll find your audience or not. And it could be a big hit or maybe only a few people will listen to it. But as long as you're having a good time, you're learning as you're going, like it's all good. And who knows, it might help you get a job. I know it's helped me land a lot of clients because saying that I have a marketing podcast like really helps you when you're applying for marketing gigs. Who knew? So it just shows you're passionate about something and people love when other people are passionate about things. So follow your dreams is what I'm saying. So now that we have come full circle with the most meta episode of all time, Um, I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about my passion for podcasting and maybe you got some ideas if you've been thinking of starting your own podcast or maybe not, but maybe you got an inside look of what podcasting is really like if you don't plan to start one. So that's it for today's episode. I might write a blog post to go along with this. You know what? I don't know. I'm jet lagged. I'm probably going to bed right after this. I don't know. I live, I live life on the edge. So anyway, thank you for listening and check out offbeatgrad.com. Check out my other podcast, Unrecommended, the Bad Book Podcast, if you want to hear some snarky book comments. And if not, that's okay. So goodbye and have a very productive week. I'll see you next Thursday. Bye.